Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Really quick turnaround. You know, I asked your guys in a team meeting today, what, what's today? And today's Wednesday, if you guys didn't know. Um, you know, uh, closed the chapter really quick. Um, you know, didn't watch the videotape, you know, as a team, you know, like we normally do. Um, had to get, you know, working on, uh, you know, the upcoming opponent, uh, I feel the same way I did, uh, you know, Saturday night after that game about, you know, um, you know, obviously turnovers, you know, will get you every time. And uh, we played an outstanding first half, I thought, and had a chance, came out that, that uh, first drive and, and looked pretty darn good. And then we turned it over. Um, you know, it's, it's a recipe for disasters, and that's exactly what happened in the second half. Um, you know, time possession, you know, keeping our offense on the field and sustaining drives has been an issue and, and continues to be an issue there. So we got to continue to, to work and, and, and muster up yards and, 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 uh, and move the sticks on offense, keep our defense off the field. Tackling wasn't great on defense. Again, we're on the field for, I think, 14 minutes and 52 seconds more than we should. Uh, and again, not winning the time possession. So that's kind of that. And uh, again, like I said, we flipped that chapter as fast as you can flip it. Uh, try to get our guys fresh. Um, you know, practiced on Sunday night as well as today, uh, this morning, and uh, worried about uh, Boston College and and, uh, and, a, and a tough football team that Jeff Halfley brings in here. He's a, he's a great coach, um, good friend, and uh, and again, he's got a really good team that's playing well. Um, you know, obviously coming off a loss uh, to Virginia Tech last week. Um, and uh, again, one of the top rushing offenses in the country. If uh, we didn't need to face another good rushing team, um, Castellanos, their quarterback, is an athlete that can run. Uh, I don't think we'll see three or four quarterbacks back there, you know, in Wildcat offense, but we'll certainly see him back there, and he's uh, he'll he'll do plenty of that. So, good football team, and um, ready for a Thursday night clash. Uh, you've been pretty critical of your, yourself and your coaching staff this year, and I know we asked you last week on your thoughts on. Mid-season changes and everything. But how, how do you go about evaluating how your staff is doing in a season when you're focusing on the players and winning? But how do you evaluate your staff and throughout this process we, as well? We evaluate every day what we're doing, how we're doing it, and try to get things corrected. And um, and again, like I said, it's it's a it's a team sport, and it's it's everybody. You know, um, I even tell the trainers are involved. Equipment, you better not mess it up, and and certainly coaches. So, um, you know, we look at it on a daily basis what we're doing, how we're doing it, and. And, uh, and again, focus on Boston College. I mean, there's, there's never a point in that evaluation process where you feel maybe a change needs to be made midseason. No. Okay. Who's your, who's your quarterback Thursday? I don't talk injuries. Sorry, you know, I don't know. It isn't. They are. I don't know. Are they? Can you tell me? I don't know. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see Thursday night.
Is it hard to make a change to that position on a short week? I think it's always hard. Uh, anytime you make a position change in any any position, period. Um, but um, you know, we got plenty of uh, uh, trust in both those guys. Uh, and uh, how do you approach the last two games? Do you become more inclined? And I know you've already played a ton of young guys, but do you even look to expand that the opportunities just because you're trying to get a feel for, hey, this you know what 2024 might look like? Now, we're trying to get the next win really well. I mean, um, just want to win. That's all. That's what it comes down to is winning football games every Thursday or Saturday night. Uh, that's the main focus. If they can help us and, and we're not going to, you know, um, take a redshirt year away from them, we'll do that. We've done that with, with a couple guys already that we know have got four games to go. And if we get an opportunity to put them in there and, uh, and they'll help us, you know, we'll, we'll continue to do that. Obviously, Polari was a unique challenge given his size, but you mentioned the missed tackles, you know, and that seems to be a recurring theme you've talked about throughout the season. You're in game, you know, finishing game 10, moving on to 11, still having that issue. Is it, is it fundamentals? Is it youth? What do you, what do you chalk that up to? You know, I think it's a little bit of everything. Um, you know, and again, give credit to the guys running the ball. You know, Valeri's a big, big guy, and, and, you know, for a big, you know, old quarterback, uh, he's got good moves and, and puts his foot in the ground and gets vertical. Um, we got to be more physical. And again, you know, a lot of it, I'd say, you know, it's, it's a little bit of everything. But, you know, one thing you notice when you go back and watch tape is a lot of guys breaking down. And I'm not a big breakdown because all you do when you start to break down on a tackle, you just give that guy a chance to uh, to make a move on you, right? You break down and he gives you a little there and goes there. Um, but I like to go take shots. And that's what our guys are taught to do is go, f- you know, run through. And if you're going to miss, know where you're going to miss. Miss on this side, miss on that side, know where your help is. And they should always know where their help is based on the coverage that, you know, the defense. So uh, we like to take shots. And, and uh, I don't like stuttering down. Don't give that guy a chance to make you miss. And you see some of that, you know, as you go back and evaluate it, you know, um, you know, again, any time, okay, and, and again, it's going to be this week, again, Thursday night, any time you're defending 11 guys, okay, um, you know, like Virginia Tech when the drones guy. I'll go back to that. That's the last time we really faced, you know, kind of that offense. And we didn't really, you know, know what to expect going in there. We didn't know, you know, that we're going to see different quarterbacks in there um, at all. And uh, but anytime you're defending 11 guys, okay, if you, you know, if you just miss it by that much, you know, whether it's a D tackle out of a gap, a linebacker doesn't hit it. There's times where there's a block or a tailback would run up through an A gap, you know. And, you know, and again, the, the, the runner's got the ball right here, and all we got to do is take out both of them, okay? And you tackle both of them, you know, but we take it on high, and, and then he makes a cutoff. And so it's just some physical things that we just got to go be reckless, I guess, um, you know, to take care of some of those runs and, and eliminate. And then there's times where, you know, you, know, you come flying through a backfield unblocked on a zone pressure, whatever it may be, and, and then you don't make the tackle. So, you know, diving and not running through tackle. So it's a fundamental thing, uh, but it's also there's no room for error, okay? Because if you. You know, eleven guys. You know, they have to defend. You know, they got enough. They got enough hats for hats. Were you guys not physical enough on defense? I wouldn't say not physical enough. I mean, you always want to be more physical, right? I mean, you talk about toughness up on that back. I mean, our guys get great. You know, put it this way, defensively. You know, when you talk about physical, like they're about as physical as you can get. Okay, um, you know, just more leverage, I guess. Um, but and then the effort was, you know, the effort was outstanding all the way to the you know the last drive. You know, on third and short and fourth and short. You look back and see some of the fundamental mistakes you're talking about, the breakdown, the discipline, like maybe sort of an accumulation of a war of attrition where prior mistakes sometimes have guys not focusing on the current problem and trying to overfix something that they messed up earlier. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, speaking of discipline, um, 
you know, no one mentioned it. I think we only had three penalties and, and no unforced errors on offense, which was a bonus. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think certainly, you know, Chris, that's, you know, there's some of that. In the first half, you called two timeouts on like a fourth down. There seemed to be some confusion. Are you able to explain what happened there? It's a great question. You might have to replay that. Like I said, we went through it real quick. Yeah. Uh, was offense on the field, defense on the field? It was offense was on the field. You guys, I think, originally had your field goal unit out there. Then there was a false start, and then you yeah. brought the punt team yeah. out there, and there were two yeah. timeouts called in that sequence. Yeah. Um, again, you know, um, I'm, you know, I'm arguing with the official on, you know, the stem. And I sat next to the guy, and, you know, again, not a bad argument. It was a good argument. I was asking how his day was going, what he did last night. But, no, I, I was warning him before the ball even got snapped that you know they're going to stem and try to make us jump off sides. I said, watch it. And what they do? They stem and got us, you know, got Terrence to, to flinch. And, um, um, you know, and I, you know, again, I called it right ahead of time because I knew on a long one they try to back us up more. So as I'm talking to him about, like, you know, they never pumped the clock up. And, and, uh, and again, you know, that's what it was. One-way conversation. Give me a head nod, like I got you. Then we got then we got a delay game later on. I mean, our only penalty, I think, on defense was a, you know, Brandon George made too big of a move call. Uh, You know, Mike linebacker making a a loud move. I've never heard that one before. Delay game. Guess he's got to quiet down. Sorry, you called that timeout, and then you had the false start, and then it looked like you were calling another timeout. Did they not make that a timeout that second one? Yeah, that's because they pumped the clock up. Because we, you know, we're trying to decide. I was, you know, busy talking with them. So, Dad, do you worry about uh, confidence with your group at this point in the season when you guys haven't been in this position since you know any of them have been here or even your staff? Right, right. Not really. I mean, I think I got a confident group. Um, you know, they're going to go out and play with swagger. I mean, you, you look at, you know, you, it's just got to be sixty minutes. You know. And uh, they went out and played with confidence in the first half. We just got to play with it for 60 minutes, and it, it's a four-quarter game. You know, no one wins after you know three, you know, after two quarters or three quarters. Um, you sat in the, in the locker room at halftime, said it's zero-zero. Let's go out. And again, I think they had their intentions. And you know, um, sometimes things don't work your way. When you're struggling in one aspect of the, year, of the game defensively, when you're having trouble stopping the run, is it better? Is it almost a good thing that you? I mean, you know exactly what you're going to get on. Saturday or Thursday night, it, it, just it, give it to you until you yeah, can yeah. stop it. It's it's uh, you know it's nice to know that Thomas uh, number one um, uh, is going to be the quarterback. I think I think gosh I say that and, and uh, halfway will put somebody else a quarterback that we don't know about. But you know they do a little wildcat as well. Um, but uh, you know but that that'll be the main guy and he can sling it too and run. Your receivers try to try to grow this year. When with all the struggles around, it seemed like they were they were still in the in game making plays even as the passing offense was taking yeah. a hard time. I've been proud of the way those guys have you know hung together and, and can make plays when they have opportunities. I mean, um, you guys were here Kenny Pickett's junior year where you know it wasn't like that. And again, that's one of our older groups. I mean, we look at Bub and Kanate and and uh, Dejon Reynolds, and, and then you got the, you know the, the one young puppy in there, Kenny. You know, those are probably the four, you know top four if I'm not missing anybody um, that are getting a lot of the reps out there. And again, they, you know, it's a, it's a it's one of the older groups, and you know they've stayed pretty pretty good. Although two of those four last week, you know, probably didn't play at their best. Uh, they were they were you know I didn't know if they even played before the game, just with that little bug going around. So um, we, we we dealt with a little bit of that last week, and still dealing with it today.
two, the, uh, <clears throat> two fumbles that Christian had, were those a matter of him not securing the ball, or was that a miscommunication on you know the read or the give in, in the plays you were running? A little bit, of, you know, a little bit of both. I mean, just having a better grip on the ball and pulling it. You know, obviously you're reading it, and and uh, you got to be clean, clean with the mesh, and it wasn't. Dino Tomlin, Tom, that's a great question. That's a great question. I tell you, I've been really impressed with him. Uh, obviously, transferred from Maryland, went to Maryland um, out of, out of uh, high school, and uh, went up to Boston College. And uh, he's been impressive. He's a he's a playmaker. Uh, I think he's he's become a trustworthy guy in that offense. He does a lot of different. So hand jet sweeps off to him. Um, I'm sure Coach Tomlin will be up in his in his box. Uh, on Thursday night, watching watching his son. So uh, he's been impressive. He's he's got great hands, and he finds a way to make a lot of plays. They'll throw quick screens to him. He does a lot of different things. He's he's been impressive, which we thought he was impressive out of high school as well. So uh, you know, we offered him out of high school, and and uh, he's a good football player. Mike hasn't said anything to you about this week yet. No, I haven't had a chance. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, we've been on a different schedule and, and they're on a different schedule. So um, we usually text once a week. Good luck, good luck, and and uh, and we move on. I don't know if I'll get a good luck this week or not. I don't know. <laughs> what, uh, what was the main problem with Boston College's defense on Saturday? Six hundred yards. You know what? You know, I'll go back. I think I told you after after we played Virginia Tech. That's, that's a good football team. I don't even know what the record is. I don't look at standings or records or I read. I just know. You know, I think they do a heck of a job in the run game. And again, they got eleven guys, and uh, it's not easy. And uh, you know, he can throw it. He can run it kind of like we're facing this weekend, and Virginia Tech is one of the more improved football teams in, in the ACC, you know, with some of the, you know, the off-season acquisitions they've, they've, they've acquired, so um, he's uh, he's done a nice job down there, and, and you know, he's defended 11 guys. You mentioned uh, Thomas Castellanos, the Boston College string quarterback, what makes him such a threat to land for defensively? You know, he is a running back back there, and he can throw it. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, uh, He's impressive. Let me just tell you, and you know, and I, I thought last week we saw you know, some athletic quarterbacks. Like he is, he's quick, he's fast. You know, he's probably a four-four guy. He can put his foot in the ground and go. I mean, he he is, he's really good. Uh, you know, I, you know, they found a they found a diamond there, I think, um, and uh, I think he's really talented. They run a lot of quarterback counters and they do everything with him. Um, so he, he's again, he's athletic, he's fast, and, and he can also throw it. If, and again, if they had another quarterback, he could be a great tailback too. I mean, he can, he can go. Sorry, Jerry. Um, what was practice, practice like the day after the 24-hour day? It was good. You know, we went out there and had a full scrimmage. We didn't do that. Um, you know, you got to be careful. Um, you know, it's, it's, I preached our guys about just recovery and, and making sure that we're uh, we're as fresh as we can be. Uh, it's a it's a fast turnaround. Because um, you go, you, you know, you play a game and you get home at whatever, 11 o'clock, 11.30 at night. Probably they're walking in their, the bridge on their Forbes at, at midnight. And you turn around practicing the next afternoon. Um, so you just got to be careful what you do, which always scares you as a coach. But it's like you can go practice and work on those fundamentals uh, and all those things um, and, uh, and be, you know, exhausted on Thursday night. And I'm on a fresh team as, as fresh as we can make them. So. You try to balance that with you know what you do work wise and and uh, and how fresh you can keep them. As a group, can the coaches go to the ACC and say how about we play Thursday night? But we have a bye week before that. 
You know, we've talked about it. I mean, it's, you know, we've talked a lot about that. And, you know, that happens sometimes. Uh, I think, you know, one time in my years here at Pitt, we've had a team that had a bye week and we didn't have a bye week. Now, that would be really, that, that's, you know, that should never happen. But as long as we both, um, you know, had to play on Saturday, it's, but it's not good for, you know, not good for a banged up team. It's not good for, you know, and it gets the same thing in the NFL. I mean, they're doing it, trying to put it on TV as much as they can. I get it. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's important to get our guys back healthy. Is it worth it playing on Thursdays? I mean, you don't make the schedule. Yeah, but like, make the I schedule. Mean, ostensibly, you have a showcase. That's one of the reasons they will be the only college game on Thursday night at tank break. I mean, is it – should they schedule it after an off week for these teams? I think it would be beneficial to everybody. But, um, you know, there's a lot of games to be played, and I think ESPN kind of gets what they, what they need. But, you know, in the NFL, like, you know, it's a part – it's a – been a part of the CBA, like sort of a contentious, hey, we care about player safety, the NFL says, but we also schedule games with guys on three days rest. I mean, those are professionals. You guys are still student athletes. I and mean, is it, you know, is this, is it, get our is CBA it going. Is it in the best interest of the kids to be putting themselves out there on two games in 96 hours or whatever it is? Yeah, I, I don't think so, but, you know, um, you'd like to see more, but that's why we're going to take care of our guys this week. That's what I got to take care of. If they're not going to take care of them, I'll take care of them as much as I can. A couple more, just to uh, just on the quarterback question from earlier, will it be a game time decision on Thursday night, or is it something you'll probably decide in the next day or two? Uh, probably next day or two, maybe Thursday night, maybe a lock room pregame. Who knows? Jerry, I'll let you know first. Okay. I'll probably wait for that. Final? Anyone? Yeah. Given uh, Phil's ties to that school, is there any plans to have him on the field in any sort of? You know, we're trying to win a game. If he can help us win the game, we'll get him on the field. If he can't, then he won't be on the field. So, how about that? He said one to more. No, I'm just kidding. It's obviously senior night Thursday. Some of these guys would get to 2018. And, uh, I guess it's a bit sad to see some of these players play the last game. Yeah, you're really quiet. You can speak up louder. Give me the whole question one more time. I couldn't. Senior night. I heard senior night. So, the last time you have some of your guys, and yeah. here's the 2018. I mean, what does it mean to see some of those guys go out in the last night? Yeah, our focus today in our team meeting today was gratitude. Um, you know, just talked about how you know grateful we are not o- you know not only to the seniors and the guys playing their last game at Acrisure Stadium, but also to uh, you know really everybody in this room. But um, but you know the seniors mean a lot. And there's a lot of guys that won an ACC championship in here. I mean, and you know regardless of what happens in 22 or 23. Um, you know, the one thing about, you know, most of these guys up front is they've helped us win an ACC championship. And, they, you know, no one can ever take that away from them. And that's something impressive. And, you know, and you have your up years and your down years. And, and uh, you know, um, you know, just, you know, doesn't matter. Like, I love these guys in this room, these seniors. They've been, you know, most of them, you know, been here for a long time. And, and uh, it is, this is our family in here. And, uh, you know, it's always sad to see those guys play their last game. And, uh, again, we want them to go out winners. Uh, under last game um, in the Acrisure Stadium. So uh, that's what we're working on. Good question. That's why I'm glad we got that one in, EJ. Are the guys who will walk, some of them still come back maybe? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. I wish I, wish I knew, Jerry. I, that, that, you know, I would give you that answer if I knew. Um, but as you guys know, senior day, some guys walk and come back. I think Kenny Pickett walked on senior day and he came back. So just use that as one good example. I think you know everybody's got decisions to make uh, in the future and what's best for them, and uh, and we we understand that and we'll help guide them in the best way we possibly can. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.